CarPro USA is on the air. This is the show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive from Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry had his own dealerships for decades and served two terms as chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, who's wrecked practically everything on wheels. If you see Jerry coming, get ready to wave. If you see Kevin coming, run. Here they are now on CarPro USA. Thank you for joining us. This is CarPro USA, and I appreciate you being with us today. I'm Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, Kevin McCarthy, the trusty sidekick, is here as well. And we are in this first weekend of the month of April, first weekend of the quarter. Lots of uncertainty in the auto industry out there due to shortages. But, as I always say, automakers and auto dealers tend to be very flexible when it comes to handling situations like we dealt with with COVID, especially at the beginning. Uh, that was a tough time for everybody. <clears throat> right now, it's it's chip shortages and other component shortages in cars that are slowing production down. Never in my life have I seen, but some automakers are building incomplete vehicles and setting them outside until they get the parts to finish them up. That's first for me. That's, that's <clears throat> crazy. And I've been doing this for a long time. Now, there's a couple things that could benefit you that you need to be aware of. If you go out and you're looking for a particular car and you can't find the one that you want because of the shortages, a lot of the auto manufacturers are now allowing you to lock in current rebates and incentives. So I know Ford, I know uh Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram is doing it. And when you get those two big companies doing it, others will follow suit. But typically in the past, if you ordered a vehicle from the factory today, when it came in, you were subject to the incentives that were available when you took delivery. Right now, you can lock them in on today's market. But if the incentives go up, you can use those. So it's a a win-win all the way around. The other thing you need to know is if you're in a lease right now and the lease is coming due fairly soon and you don't, you can't find the vehicle that you want to lease next, all the captives, meaning Ford Motor Credit, Toyota Financial, Honda Financial, Alley, uh, they will all now let, let you extend your current lease month to month. Some of them will let you go out six months, some of them will let you go out a year. So you're still responsible for the miles per month that you're driving, but you continue to make the same monthly payment and you have the same options at the end of the lease. So if you want to lease something and it's got and you can't find it, it's got good lease incentives, lock those in today, extend your lease, and keep driving the car that you've got until this shortage frees inventory up. Two things you need to know. I'm curious. I, I think you answered my question when you said the miles per month. Yes. So if it was a twelve thousand month uh, miles a year lease. Yes. For each month you extended it, you'd get another thousand miles. Unless you had already gone over, and then it would be less than that. Oh, okay. But that's good math there on your part. Twelve thousand miles 12, a yeah, year. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Hey, speaking of math. You know, when you, when we say these used car prices at auctions are, quote, crazy. They are crazy. All right. 
that means, you know, we think they're crazy high. But they're also crazy, crazy. I'll just give you two examples that I got from your list of what the vehicles were selling for, actually selling for at the auction versus the MMR, which is the real dealer black book, computerized. This is what this car is actually. The market guide. This is the market guide. Okay, I'm not surprised that a 2016 Lexus RX350 is selling for 30000 instead of 27000 Yeah. Okay. Eh, you know, so what? How many miles did that one have on it? 59000 Okay, so it's, it's up there pretty good for a Lexus. Now, here's one where I guess the mileage must be coming into play. A 2011 Toyota Camry sold for $11,250. It's a lot of money for a 10-year-old camera. Oh, yeah, it is. That's $3,000 more than the dealer book, but it only had 26,000 miles. On yeah, it. the miles <clears throat> miles will, will always be the determining factor, but you got to understand, too, the miles were already taken into consideration in the, the original market report. Market report. That yeah. guide. So it was already given credit for that, and then it brings another 3000 I mean, that's 30% that. more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, more good math. Look at you. They call me Mr. Numbers. You got your cell phone out there with your calculator on it? Hey, it's in my butt pocket. (laughs) I wrote this report. It's in this week's newsletter that you can still get, even though it came out yesterday. Bet you used your cell phone calculator. I did not. Okay. No, I used my regular calculator, but thank you. Um, (laughs) If you subscribe today from the bottom of carprousa.com, you can get this week's in your inbox and read that special report. It was I put a lot of work into that one. And there's a bunch of other interesting articles there that you'll find as well, along with three new car reviews. My award-winning video was there. And, of course, as always, the recall report. And one interesting article, if you have a teen or a you know teen that you know or maybe a grandchild, Teaching teens what to do when they get pulled over by the police. That was a big one. And boy, I tell you, I don't know that there's a better lesson. Richard in Sherman Oaks, California. Richard, welcome. Hey, great show, guys. Thank you, buddy. Um, I got an old car, 36 years old, and I'm finally looking for a new car. And I chose uh, two of them, and I'd like your opinion. Okay. Um, It's the Subaru Onyx and the RAV4 Prime or the RAV4 Hybrid. The Subaru, what was the first, what was the Subaru? Subaru Onyx, O-N-Y-X. That's I, their off-road uh, one. Is it based on? It's the same as the others, except it's just got more black cladding around the sides, and it's got a different type of X mode. But is it a cross-track or a, an Outback or a four-track? No, it's a Subaru Outback. Subaru Outback. Outback, okay. <clears throat> and I'm not... We had a story in yesterday's newsletter about a new wilderness package that was coming out uh, in the Outback, but I hadn't seen the Onyx. Interesting. I should check that out. You know, it's going to come down to, you know, the fuel economy. If you want a hybrid that's going to get great mileage, then the RAV4, it just simply can't be beat. If you want something that is a great SUV with more room, that you can go off-road in, and it has a fantastic safety system and has fantastic symmetrical all-wheel drive system, then it's it's the Subaru. And you're kind of betting on gas prices, and that's the truth. 
Um, if you don't think gas prices are going to go way up, I'd buy the Subaru. I, I find it to be more comfortable. But if you think gas prices may go through the roof uh, and you want to you want to use the HOV lanes and that sort of stuff, then I'd go with the RAV4. Good news, you can't go wrong with either one of them, buddy. And the other good news is I got good dealers for all of them. Find out the difference between four-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, riding shotgun for Jerry Reynolds. And, you know, I know you've been touting Subaru since way before Subaru was cool. And I've gone, yeah, yeah, that's nice. They're, they're certainly nice vehicles, and they're very capable, and they've got the eyesight and the all-wheel drive. Nothing ever got my attention until the uh, information about the new, and especially the picture, the new off-road capable 2022 Subaru Outback Wilderness version that was in the newsletter this week. Yes, that thing looks sharp. <clears throat> it looks sharp, rugged. I mean, not just like a, oh, it's all about love, Subaru. It looked like, ah, Subaru. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was good looking. I've got in next week's newsletter besides the sales numbers from the first quarter of 2021 i've got finally some information on the new hyundai santa cruz the pickup it's actually going to happen finally it's actually going to happen they've been touting it for five years and it's going to happen soon and i've got information and some spy photos for you subscribe today so you don't miss it and i'll have that and a whole lot more in next week's newsletter for you and right now we go to Dale in Houston. Dale, thanks for holding. How can I help you? I really like your show, Jerry. I love it. Thank you, buddy. Anyway, um, speed things up. 20, uh, 21 years ago, I had a customer that worked for a Toyota dealer, and I asked her if the Forerunners were pretty good cars, and she said, well, they used to be. So anyway, i make a long story short. I bought one, and um, here it is. It's got 375,000 miles on it. And I've never had a major repair. And still so going strong, I bet. Still, still going strong. Hundred five thousand miles on a brake job. Uh, air conditioner's never been worked on. Still blows cold. So I could not be more pleased with this car. Anyway, um, I was going to. I'm really wanting to buy a new one. And my question is, compared compared to the newer ones today, how do they stack up against the older models like I have now? You know, it just seems like they get better and better. And, you know, I, I I talk about forerunners in the terms of it's hard to wear one out. I mean, I, I've i seen a gazillion of them make half a million miles with no issues. I've seen others, and, and admittedly only a handful, that made it to a million miles without any wrenches on the engine or a transmission being pulled or just routine maintenance. And, and I, I honestly don't know of any other vehicle out there that, that I could say that about Toyota Tacoma is close, but the forerunner is, is indestructible. I, I credit a lot of that to just a really tried and true, um, powertrain system. And the fact that it's on a truck chassis finally, over the past few years, 
it has gotten a little more styling to it, which it needed. And now you can get some really nice amenities in it. Toyota was woefully behind with their infotainment systems, things like Apple CarPlay and, and, and stuff that people really want today. And they've, they've caught up with that now. So when you get a vehicle that's that reliable, now it's got it's got all the modern features, not only uh, entertainment features, but safety features. Dale, I just don't think you can go wrong with it. Um, chances are where I buy the car, I probably won't have it serviced there. So is there a problem with service if you don't buy it from the dealer? That you Absolutely purchase? not. They the Dealers don't even pay attention anymore to where you buy a car when it comes in the service drive. I've got I've got a very popular article on my FAQ page on just that subject, buying at one dealer, servicing at another. Dealers make more money today servicing cars than they do selling cars. So they will welcome you with open arms. And and there's also that thing that I taught my people for years when I owned dealerships is okay, somebody didn't buy a car from us and they bring us here from serv- for service if you wow them and get it done right the first time and you do it on time, they'll buy their next car here. So there's advantages to it uh, for sure. But you, I promise you this, you will not have a problem with any kind of warranty work or any kind of routine maintenance anywhere you go. It's just, you know, finding that right dealer. I mean, my dealer is um, <clears throat> Fred has Toyota World up in spring and on i-45 and the guy treats my listeners so well when they buy something but i know spring is a long way from a lot of houston listeners but i've only got that one toyota dealer because he's the best around and frankly i can't find enough good dealers to be close to everybody so i just choose the the right ones and people want to drive if they have to for a while to do it they'll save money and they'll thank me later but then after that, you can service anywhere you want to. They're open today. They're typically open on Sunday, but it's Easter weekend. That car you're looking at may be exactly the wrong car for how you drive. Before you buy, call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. And we got a Phil in San Diego, California. Hello, Phil. Hi, Jerry. How are you, buddy? I'm good, pal. What can I help you with? I have a 2005 Ford Thunderbird, the 50th anniversary, and I've got just under 50,000 miles. And it's my second car, so she sits in the garage most of the time, contemplating whether I should keep her, see if I can make a little money in the future, or... Uh, is there, is, or should I let her go? I'm not really sure what to do with that car since she just sits in the garage most of the time. Well, it's only, it's only going to go up in value. I'll tell you that. Um, there are people out there looking for that car and they'll pay top dollar for it. Does it have a hard top? Yes, it does, sir. Oh, perfect. What year was the, I can't remember. What, what color was the 50th anniversary? Well, this one is silver on silver with black leather. Okay. Uh, the, 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 uh, but the hard top, the hard top is silver, but the canvas is black. Um, I did have two minor accidents. Somebody hit me from the back, so I had to have the bumper resprayed. And then, believe it or not, someone backed backed up and hit my front once at a stoplight. Oh, good so, grief! <laughs> yeah, could you believe that, Jay? Yeah, I actually can. Uh, I had a 
I was still in the Ford business, and I. Did you ever see a 007 Thunderbird? <laughs> I can't say I have, but I have to look for it. It was uh, it was kind of a salmon colored car, and they only made 700. It was a James Bond edition, hence the 007 700 backwards. So I was going to keep that car, and I let a buddy of mine that owns a steakhouse here in Dallas talk me out of it, and I've regretted it ever since. Uh, at some point, the two little small accidents are not going to make any difference as long as it's not visible to the eye. So if it were me, that car is going to continue to go up in value. There's fewer and fewer of them left every year because a lot of people are still driving these things. And, and they wear them out and get rid of them or they get totaled or they get stolen or something happens. And so every year we see fewer of them available. If it were mine and I didn't need the money, I'd just I'd just keep that puppy in the garage and plan on keeping it another 10 years. And then I think you're going to be in great shape to really make some money on it. Jerry, last question. For, for insurance purposes? Um, I was told by a buddy that I should get a professional appraisal just to make sure it's properly covered. Can you recommend somebody for that, or what's your opinion on that? Boy, I don't know anybody that does that, but I'll tell you what. Go to Haggerty.com, H-A-G-E-R-T-Y.com. They can help you with that, and also look into their insurance that's based on the miles per year you drive. So for classic cars like this, Haggerty offers a great policy. It says, okay, if you can hold the miles down to 5000 a year, here's your premium. At 10000 miles a year, here's your premium. And I promise you this, you will save some money. Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, knows what you may not know about the car you want to buy. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by Progressive, making it easy to bundle your home and your car insurance. Go to Progressive.com. Let's see what they can do for you. I was mentioning a little bit earlier the Subaru Outback Wilderness, which kind of looked like a bad machine. But not as much as the review that Terry Box did in our newsletter this week of the Toyota Sequoia TRD Pro. Yeah, that's a good-looking rig. Well, and it had that snorkel on the side that yeah. kind of says, I'm serious here. <laughs> yeah. Next week, vehicle a lot of you have asked me about, the 2022 Volkswagen ID4 all-electric SUV. And if early reviews mean anything, uh, and these aren't out yet, so I'm getting... I assume this will be a pre-production model, not that it matters, but I will, uh, I'll have it all next week and I'll be doing a review with it. Uh, and, and we'll see where it is. A lot of people think this, this could really hurt Tesla because it's that good with that much range. I don't know. I'm going to have to get behind the wheel and find out, but I certainly will let you know. I promise you. And Janet in Long Beach, California. Welcome. Hi, I just had a question. I'm, we just had our, lost our Suburban. It got totaled in an accident. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I have a, uh, yeah. Go ahead. That's it. Oh. So what's your question? 
think we must have a bad connection with Janet because I'm not. I apologize. I was having, but we, I have a, so the Lost of Suburban, I'm thinking about replacing it with like a small truck. Yeah. But I know nothing about trucks. I have a, like a, a Honda CRV right now. I love it, but I don't want to get two of the same car. I want to get something with some cargo space. Um, and I want to get one maybe a couple years old. I'm looking about between 25 and 30 grand. Okay. So, you can do that. Like um, that Nissan or Frontiers or Tacoma or what? <clears throat> what which I look at. The problem you're going to run into with Tacoma is they hold their value so well that they're they're ridiculously priced used. I mean, it, it's okay. it's nuts, um, and and it's it's earned that because of its great reputation for quality. Uh, kind of the opposite is true of Frontier. You're gonna you're gonna look mm-hmm. at Frontier prices, and and they're gonna be very attractive to you. You're gonna go, wow, yeah. that looks like a great deal. But the but the reality is the Frontier resale value has been extremely poor and i like a lot of what nissan does but they the frontier just never has been right i mean i would avoid that Mm -hmm. so in the middle of those two that you can that will fit in your price range i'd look at the Mm -hmm. ford ford ranger i'd look at the Mm -hmm. chevy colorado and i'd look at the gmc Mm -hmm. canyon and all three Mm -hmm. of those trucks and, and frankly those three will ride and drive and be quieter inside than a Tacoma or the Frontier, either one. And and Do so they last forever, though. Yeah, I mean, they're good. The, forever, I forever. mean, the the Ranger is fairly new. It came out in 2018, but so far it's been phenomenal. The Colorado and the Canyon came out around 2015, and they have just absolutely been fantastic. Will it go? Half million miles like the Tacoma? No, probably not. But on the other hand, do you really want to keep something for half a million miles? And and most yeah, people don't. So I, I'd look at those three, and and I think you'll find the middle ground where you get you get more vehicle for the money with one of those than you will with the Tacoma. You get a lower mileage vehicle. You get a nicer, better equipped vehicle. Uh, but if you are strictly price shopping, then look at the Frontier. Just know that you're probably going to have some issues with it, and it's not going to last anywhere like the others. Yeah, I know. Okay, great. Can I look on the front page of my website, carprousa.com, and there is a search engine there, and every vehicle listed there is at one of the dealers that are in my network, uh, when you find the one you like, I also give you contact information, who to talk to, how to reach them, where they are, everything you could possibly need. Just know that every car listed there is at one of my dealers, so you can you can buy with confidence. I appreciate the call so much, and good luck to you. I hope nobody got hurt in that accident. Let's talk to Mark in Houston. Mark, welcome. Good afternoon, sir. I appreciate you taking my call. You bet, pal. And what can I do for you? I'm also grateful for the service that you provide. Thank I've you. I've been a Prius. Oh, you're more than welcome. I've been a Prius driver owner for I think since 2009, and it's time to retire this puppy. And I'm really still interested in a in a hybrid. I understand from Torque News that 
the highest EPA mileage rating for a non-electric for a hybrid is the Hyundai Elantra yep. hybrid. Yep. And wondered what you think of it and if you have a dealer. It is a – yeah, I do actually. It is a great car. Uh, depending on how much room you need, we had the Sonata not too long ago and loved it. But it, it is quite a bit larger. Uh, the Elantra has got a great track record as a hybrid. I didn't recommend them for several years because I wanted to watch them and see. I, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Toyota makes the best hybrid system out there. But to offset that, Hyundai came out with a lifetime hybrid battery warranty. And they're the only but ones that have it. And so that gives you, man, that gives you a lot of confidence. And it's a good warranty. Hyundai stands behind, you get the 10-year 100,000 on everything else, but then you get lifetime on the battery. And so... Is it it just the battery or is it the whole hybrid system? I think it's the whole whole system. It's the hybrid system. And, but typically nothing goes wrong with, with any of the hybrid systems except the batteries. So that's that's the big, and that's also the thing that costs you the most when you go to replace it. A new new battery pack today is running about four thousand dollars, and so you know if you can get that covered and under warranty and have an enjoyable car, I do think the Elantra is quieter. Uh, I think it rides a little better than the Prius, so you know there's a lot of pluses to that vehicle. So I I certainly I would certainly think it would be worth the while to go look and drive one i've got humble hyundai and of course in humble and i've got uh, wiesner uh, hyundai in conroe and both good dealerships now south we live in the south part of houston well i know but unfortunately i can't always find a dealer close to everybody that i'll put my name on so you may have to you may have to drive a, a little to get the best deal and but then after that, if you want to service it closer to home, you certainly can do that. Both those dealers are at my website mark under certified dealers, and click Houston, and then click Hyundai, and you'll see them both there. Email them from my site. Get your VIP certificate, so when you walk in the door, they'll know that you are a VIP. I appreciate your call very much. Friend of mine has one. Drives it back and forth to Houston all the time. Elantra Hybrid wouldn't part with it. I believe it. Uh, it Hyundai's knocking it out of the park with everything they do today. And that warranty, wow. Don't let buyer's remorse be your experience with your next vehicle. Call CarPro USA for free advice at 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro Show. Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds, and yes, they're saying it's coming. Hope you're sitting down. Kia says by the end of the year they're going to be offering a 577 horsepower, 316 mile range electric vehicle that will also charge up to 80 percent in only 18 minutes on regular electricity. That's a lot to ask. I hope that's true. I do too. <laughs> I gotta be a doubter here. Eighteen eighty percent in eighteen minutes on regular one hundred and ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me. 
That's all I can tell you. Uh, another story that was in our free weekly newsletter this week that I, I I wish everybody would take the time to read, and it's it's titled "Watch Out for Our First Responders." I wrote this article three or four years ago after uh, the death of a police officer in my city got killed out on the freeway because he was writing a ticket and somebody came along and plowed into him and the car that he had stopped. Both of those people passed away. And then this week I was watching, I saw um, a post from the Stockton, California office of the California Highway Patrol. And they had had an officer that was hurt uh, in a same scenario. Car on the side of the road, car was run over. And you should see it. So I asked for their permission to let me tell that story in our newsletter and show the pictures to show you what happens if you don't pay attention to to our emergency responders on the side of the road. And they they told me yes. In fact, they thanked me for, for bringing it to the attention. Subscribe to our newsletter today from the bottom of the front page of carprousa.com. And I would love for you to take a minute and read that article and share it. We have got to be careful out there with our first responders. And we go to Carl in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Hello, Carl. Hello, Jerry. Thank you for taking my call. You bet, sir. What can I help you with? I've got uh, currently, I've got a 2014 Z71 1500, and it's time for me to upgrade. And I'm wanting to go to a three quarter ton. I'm looking at both the Ford and the GMC. Um, I am actually looking at gas instead of the diesels. Yeah. And just kind of run it in the back of my mind. I think cost of ownership could be a little bit lower. Uh, can I get your thoughts on both Ford versus GMC and your thoughts on the gas versus the diesel? What do you use this truck for, Carl? Well, currently it's going to be for traveling and doing some hauling, not a lot. Uh, you know, small campers, maybe utility trailers and things like that. And how long do you think you might keep this truck? Yeah, well, it's uh, I usually keep a truck 15 to 20 years, uh, but I'm not sure about this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking long. I don't know that it's going to be long enough to where I'm going to put, you know, three, 400,000 miles on it. Um, that's why I was kind of thinking about the, the gas. Let me give you the, the, the pluses of the diesel, okay? It is the, the engine longevity. So if you did decide to keep it 400,000 miles, it'll do it. The gas one won't. Fuel economy, much improved with the diesel. Uh, and with gasoline prices going up, it doesn't appear to me that diesel prices have risen as quickly or as much as gas prices. Uh, so you got that. The towing power difference is massive. Uh, maybe the biggest issue and this would come more into play if you decided not to keep it for a long, long, long time, but resale value. There's a world of difference between a diesel and a gas in a three-quarter ton or one-ton truck when you've got a diesel. It adds back. I, I truly believe, with all my heart, if you kept this truck five years or more, the diesel would pay for itself, even with the upfront cost of the diesel. you get it all back at the end. And you'll get your savings in fuel economy. There's just a lot of pluses. I'd go with the Ford diesel if I were you, buddy. 
If you can't decide between two cars that seem the same, Jerry Reynolds can help you. Call CarPro USA at 1 800 926 7777. Grady in Baytown, Texas, you're the last word in this hour, sir. What can I do for you? Hello, uh, Jerry and Kevin. My wife and I love your show. Thank you, uh, sir. Just wanted, just wanted to pass on a little information. Uh, my daughter was buying her first car for, by herself, and uh, she was kind of in between. The, the, she wanted to traverse, she thought. We went over to uh, Gay uh, Kia yeah. in Dickinson, and she drove the Sorento and fell in love with that. And just want to tell you what a job the salesman took with her. His name is Austin. He did a wonderful job. Yeah, Austin DeMott. Everything. Austin's yes, awesome. Yes, sir. And took her through everything. It was very thorough and just treated her like royalty. It was really, really an awesome. Uh, he did an awesome job with her. It was really fun. Yeah, I love Austin. He's a great guy. Um, and I love the dealership. You know, I... I often talk about the difference between family-owned and operated dealerships and, you know, some of these corporate stores that are out there owned by publicly traded companies and that sort of thing. And, and there really is a difference in night and day. And I think Gay Family Kia, they've been with me a long time. They were with me before Kia was, like, so hot, uh, before they had all this great product that sells like crazy. Uh, but they've always treated my listeners right and – you know, the thing I love, Grady, about stories like this is your daughter is set up for life because now she knows what a good car buying experience is. And if she had started out with a bad one, then she would think that was normal. Now she's going to think this is normal. And if she goes somewhere in the future and she doesn't get treated like Austin treated her, then she's going to walk out of there. And boy, what a valuable lesson that is. Grady, thank you for calling. I hope you have a wonderful Easter. Thanks for sharing the story, and I'll thank Austin for taking good care of her. Don't go it alone when you're buying a car. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.